So are some farmers different? You know, depending on the crop they grow, should they not be allowed on farmland because they grow the wrong crop? I know it's a leading question, but it's something that Whatcom County is tackling right now on moratorium on a certain kind of farming. Marijuana farming, that is. And then, oh, well, people say, well, maybe that's different. Well, is it? And and what should the rules be? Uh, The Whatcom County Council responding to people complaining about marijuana grow-ups. And and at least outdoor marijuana farming saying, you know, smell, light pollution, things like that. What should the rules be? Welcome back to the Farming Show on your Saturday morning. Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI. And uh, joining me right now on the phone this morning, Ben Ellenboss, Whatcom County Councilman and local farmer as well also with the whatcom farm bureau welcome to the program ben and and talk about how how did this whole thing get started how, how did this all come up because from the way i understand it when you know pot became legal and the state started through the the liquor and cannabis board now uh regulating the the growing and producing and processing and selling of of marijuana uh, the county said, "Okay, this is this is a farm land. This is a farm enterprise. This can happen on ag land, right?" Yeah. It, so it was. It's sort of an interesting thing, Dylan, because you know, in my mind, if it looks like a duck and walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it must be a duck. And you know, growing a plant to me should fall into that agricultural category. If you talk to a a pot farmer, I think as they call themselves, um, if you talk to a pot farmer, they're going to have the same issues that a farmer has. They're going to have, they classify themselves as farmers. But what happened was, was when the state made it legal, they didn't, they were, they made it clear that the state wasn't classifying it as agriculture. However, I think most people in the industry would like to be considered farmers. Myself as a farmer and someone who represents farmers, uh, whether it's on the council or farm bureau or whatever I got going on, I, I consider it farming. And so, you know, with the state not considering it farming, it kind of throws a monkey wrench into things, but, but, but like you were saying, light pollution, smell, those are the things that people are complaining about. And uh, this came about uh, about a month ago We or two months ago. I started getting emails about about this permit that was going to be issued out on Mount Baker Highway. And, well, it just snowballed from there, and here we've got a moratorium. So now that, that was the deal. Somebody wanted to uh, – they needed to get a permit to put in a uh, marijuana farm outdoor thing? Well, they, I, what they were looking for was a, um, they wanted to expand something that was already there. Mm. And I think the neighbors, the neighbors had some concern that maybe they weren't following the existing regulation. And so then they, then they requested, they requested a, um, they requested a, you know, a thorough review, but, but what we got was something a little beyond a thorough review. Yeah. It, it kind of sounds like it. And just to roll back here a little bit. And, and by the way, this is the farming show, Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI. We're talking with Whatcom County councilman, Ben Ellenboss, who's also a farmer 
here in the county, um, you know, a lot of people might say, well, oh, you know, marijuana, pot, you know, that's that's a different ball game. And I understand there are some different elements here, but what we're talking about, like you said, is growing a plant. Now, I'm I'm not a big pot person. I don't use the stuff. I'm not really into it. I had mixed feelings uh, when it was legalized, honestly. Um, even though part of me, you know, as I've said many times on the air over the years, part of me has that libertarian streak that's like, hey, you know, it may not be for me, but if somebody else wants to go for it, go for it. You know, who who, who am I to, to stand in the way uh, of something that, that's, you know, not harming anyone else other, you know, differently than anything else that's going on out there. So if somebody's farming and they're growing this plant... I guess I don't know a ton about it. So is there something different about what they're doing when they're growing a plant rather than, you know, if you have corn or grass or raspberries or spuds or blue, what's what's different about it? And they're talking about light pollution because I would imagine, you know, we're talking about kind of greenhouse stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've got a neighbor down the road who grows it in a um, in just your average everyday hoop house. And from the road, you wouldn't know that it's marijuana, but mm-hmm. it is. And, you know, I graze my cattle right next to right next to that field, and I'm there probably every day in the summer, and I can't recall the time I've even smelt it. But, you know, I'm kind of like you, Dylan. I've, I've never touched the stuff, but I did go to Huxley College of the Environment, so I've seen it and been around it <laughs> a fair amount. And, and my, I would my imagine. Always, yeah. My my take was always um, that it that it didn't. Um, I'd rather be around a stone person than a drunk person. So that was kind of my take. that was yeah. kind of my take on yeah. it, as yeah. far as obnoxious is concerned. And so um, I too take the libertarian stance. But um, you know, with this with this particular issue, what frustrated me about it? Well, I was the sole council member that voted against the moratorium. Um, and, and the reason I voted against it was because uh, it just provides uncertainty to to the producers that are producing already, and anyone that wants to come into the fold. Um, in Whatcom County, we've got a history of temporary, meaning I don't know, almost a decade now for certain moratoriums. <laughs> yep. And, and and I guess you know, where do you stop? Yeah. Where do we stop if if we're going to do a moratorium because there's neighbors that are you know I I understand that you can probably smell this stuff but is it is it a nuisance you know what I mean there's yeah. a difference between yeah. I mean from a long ways off from a dairy farm you can smell the dairy farm but is it a well nuisance? and that's what I was just going to say that's a good point though about the continuing moratoriums boy Whatcom County sure has a love affair with moratoriums and it, it in often cases it ends up uh, amounting to governing by fiat really uh, in some ways we're just going to make this oh, yeah. decision and that's the way it is because it's a, an emergency or an interim or whatever you know so i think the moratorium that you're referring to lasting so long i was covering that when i was a brand new reporter out of college now here i am <laughs> darn near 15 years later uh and it's it's you know some of that stuff is is still out there and and they keep kicking the can down the road but beyond that what you were saying about other farming and this is where i think all of the farming community needs to pay attention to what's happening with this issue right now because again people can say oh well it's marijuana maybe it's different maybe 
and and okay, is marijuana that big of a deal here? Well, it's it's economically significant, whether you you believe that or not. It is. And what does this mean for the rest of farming? Because dairy farming makes a smell. You know, there's plenty of greenhouses in this county not growing pot. They're growing poinsettias or whatever. You know, or tomatoes. Or tomatoes or whatever. Should that not be? Suddenly you can't have a greenhouse. And, well, can you have a big greenhouse or just a small greenhouse? Well, how many hobby farmers, people just wanting to grow food in their backyard, have a greenhouse that maybe have some grow lights in them? So this gets to be a slippery slope in a big hurry. Where does it stop? That's my concern. You know, like it's it's akin to these no shooting zones that, that, Miami was trying to put in place you know they complain about noise or maybe a safety aspect but their complaint as a resident out there is the same as anyone in the county could have that same complaint so where do we stop do we do we put a no shooting zone in Simiamu because they got a, a million dollar home or you know or do we are we going to start doing it out in the county and, and if we're going to do moratoriums on on growing marijuana because of a smell or a light that you don't like, are we, where are we going to stop? Are yep. we going to, are we yep. going to start regulating the dairy farmers in the same manner? Or are we going to start regulating the folks that are growing geraniums in the same <laughs> manner? Uh, it, yep. it, what happened was the planning department came to the council with it and they wanted to hit the easy button and they wanted to do a little, you know, virtue signaling and, well, we're going to put a stop to this because, you know, sometimes marijuana production has a uh, negative connotation to it. And and so I think it was a victim of uh, perception through the moratorium down instead of uh, using the existing laws that are on the books to rectify a few bad actors. Well, and, and, and that's, I think that perception is the key here. Uh, because it's perceived as it's the new kid on the block. It's kind of sketchy. Some people still aren't okay with it. Don't think the state should have even legalized it. Do, they don't think it should be around. You know, people kind of are, are suspicious of the whole deal. It's the butt of jokes. And so it makes it easy to say, oh, yeah, well, we're going to restrict them. Imagine if it was something else. I think it would be a different story. But it does, I think, send a chilling effect across the agricultural community. I feel bad for these folks, but in some ways it's kind of like now you're – I hate to say this, but in some ways, these folks growing marijuana are getting a little taste this way of the same kind of thing that other farming enterprises have been dealing with off and on for a long time, with right-to-farm issues in particular, and other things where suddenly somebody in government knows better, and they're going to go in and, and basically make or break your livelihood. And that's what's so scary to me about this. They can just make a, a decision decision like that when i i'm not seeing the rationale here and maybe maybe i'm missing something yeah i was actually dylan i was really interesting to see that when we were talking about this on council that we didn't have farmers showing up and saying hey wait a minute you know our industry may be next so maybe we should yeah maybe we should band together and, and help help advocate for the marijuana growers and i think in the future you're going to see that i think yeah well i would say the marijuana growers and traditional farmers come together because we have you know the same goals and the same issues and the same problems well and i'd say probably at this point it's because a lot of people didn't know about it you know it it hadn't come up on my radar screen right away and that's why i wanted to talk about it here on the program because 
I think it bears discussion. Let's let's uh, have it out. You know, is this is this the direction we want to go or not? You know, the the complaints and you saw them directly. I'm just hearing about them second and third hand. But the complaints were what? Yeah, not only about noise and and smell and light, but they were you know people going on and on about um, um, you know different kinds of, uh, you know, pollution. They were saying, you know, uh, environmental damage, all these things. We need to save our county from this environmental destruction that these folks pose. It's like, well, okay, I, I certainly hope there's regulations that they're following, and, and there are for farming. They shouldn't be breaking those rules, definitely, but that's already stuff that's already on the books, and that's stuff that any farmer should be following. If they're breaking those rules, then let's enforce that, but where does this whole thing come from? It, it, this isn't the, isn't even in the same realm as that. Yeah, it's concerning. I I think it I think it kind of shows uh, I think it kind of shows the direction of of governance here in this county that 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 that's where we went with this in a really quick manner, and it's quite frustrating, and and it should concern everyone, regardless of how you feel about about marijuana. Ben Ellenboss, Whatcom County Council member with us on the Farming Show this morning here on KGMI. I'm Dylan Honkoop. Ben, how how's the cattle doing? I mean, you're you're you've been known for some time now as as uh, Farmer Ben, and and you're still cranking out local beef, aren't you? Yep. Well, our our spring calving cows are calving right now, and I got to say, it's a healthy calf crop. I'm very pleased. Well, that's good. What what's what are the issues here locally with with beef these days? I know people have been talking about uh, slaughterhouse stuff again. The the pressure is on in that realm, real hard with COVID and all the supply chain stuff, and people focusing more on local food than they have. And now it's really really tough even to get you know your your butchering done uh, because everything's so backed up. And and I think even at the state level they've been talking about trying to to do something to help out well i think that um as has always been the issue and what brought me into the political realm in the first place is is getting my product to market and that's the slaughterhouse issue i think covid did a um you know it 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 did a very good job of highlighting the the um weaknesses in our current food system because i think everyone can remember ration on a pack of hamburger and you know, smaller, more local food systems could have could have made sure that that didn't happen quite quite so severely. And so, I'm I'm always an advocate for for um, local food production. And if I wasn't so busy fighting moratoriums, I might have more time <laughs> to bring forward some helpful solutions yeah. for for some. Well, local food infrastructure here in Watson County. I think there's questions at the county level, certainly, and that would be your realm of influence. I think there are issues that need to be dealt with at the state level in Olympia. But, you know, yep. I, I had a good sit-down chat um, with your fellow cattleman, Brandon Brink, uh, a oh, while yeah. back just to pick his brain. I don't. I, we were talking about something else, and then I just said, okay, you got to explain to me how this all works. And we talked through a bunch of the rules, state, federal, this bill that's been kicked around. I think it's kind of been reinvigorated. I don't Maybe it's dead again this year. I, I haven't even followed it this session. But it was, I think, the it, yeah, it came around last time. And some people are pretty, you know, excited about that. But he said, look, you know, really until the federal rules change for USDA, 
um, certification, you know, we really won't be able to move the dial too much uh, towards being able to uh, cut and wrap stuff locally and and sell it piece by piece, which is the way a lot of consumers want it. Yeah, I, I, the part of the problem is is that the processors that that are processing now, you know, there's something like five companies that that do eighty five percent of the beef and poultry and you know pork in the in the country and. They've had really good lobbyists to keep uh, make sure that the regulations keep keep the little guys from competing with them and and you know it'd be nice if our state would stand up and say hey federal guys uh, we got a better way and we're going to and um, like they kind of like they did with with legalization of marijuana but yeah, true the will is there we'd like to see them say look. Uh, we can produce food safely on a small scale, and so we don't think we need to follow your your. Well, the thing with the rules is it's it's done in the name of food safety, right? But is that really the the true issue here? No, no, it's not. It's it's a it's a political game, and it it's a big business versus small business. Yeah. It's a shame, but, uh, you know, I think momentum is building, albeit slowly, but I think momentum is building to, to put some pressure on this and finally see uh, the change that local producers and local eaters, for crying out loud, I don't produce beef, but I want to eat local beef, um, but I can't always, you know, buy a whole, you know, side uh, of beef. I want to be able to go to the store and buy it, uh, and, and the rules that are preventing that just really frustrate me, so I hope this changes soon. Ben Allen Boss, Whatcom County Councilman, with us on the Farming Show this morning. Ben, take care. We appreciate your time this morning. Hey, thanks for having me, Dylan. It's always nice to talk with you.